is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline with SystemsForSelfCare.com, where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can feel happier, healthier, and more confident. So I was really excited for today's episode. Today's episode is episode 300 of this podcast, which is crazy. I mean, I started this podcast back, uh, we were living in Atlanta. <laughs> um, we actually were living in a studio apartment. Um, we had moved from a one bedroom to a studio apartment because we knew that we were going to break our lease and leave Atlanta. So we're like, oh, for here, our rent is a little bit cheaper. Um, we didn't know where we were going to move to. Obviously, we moved back to Chicago. Um, but yeah, we knew. So it's just funny when I think about the first episode of this podcast, I was sitting on the floor in our living room slash kitchen on the floor with our coffee table, my microphone. I had the whole podcast, episode one, all written out and I practiced it like five times before I finally recorded it. And so I was like kind of reading it, but also kind of trying to talk as if I wasn't reading it. But it's just really funny. And now things are way different than then. I've I've gotten in so many reps. Um, When I make the podcast, I just kind of like have like a rough draft, some bullet points of what I want to talk about and then get on and talk. Right. And so anyways, yeah, today was supposed to be really exciting and I am excited. I am, but, um, Thursday I was about to, I was about to leave the house and go to my working office and record this episode. And I don't know, I just got into my head, um, that, that mean girl, that mean voice got into my head and it was just like, wow, episode 300. And what do you have to show for it? Right? Like you've do, you've been doing all of this hard work. I'm sorry, crying now. <laughs> you've been doing all of this hard work, all of this free work. And what do you have to show for it? Like, you know, you're not as successful as Susie down the corner. You're not as successful as you thought you would be, you know, several years ago. And I just, I got into my head and then fell down a rabbit hole of just the meanest thoughts, right? And so I didn't even leave the house yesterday. I just fell apart and felt terrible about myself yesterday. So it's really sad, (laughs) but I wanted to share that because I think that, a lot of times we think that everyone else has their shit together, but the truth is like everyone has their their stuff that they're dealing with. For the most part, I'm way further along in dealing with my shit than I was like in high school or in college. There were plenty of times that I fell down a rabbit hole of saying really mean things to myself and couldn't get like didn't have the the tools to get myself out of that rabbit hole and would stay stuck for days, for weeks, for months, right? And so, yeah, yesterday kind of sucked and um I decided I wanted to make today's episode just about some things that I've learned since uh starting on this journey. And when I started the podcast, like I had no idea where this was going. I actually I thought that I was going to get certified as a running coach and I would, you know, those a running podcast. I thought I was going to help I'm going to get really good at running. I'm going to help other runners. And the more that I got into it, I was just like, yeah, that's not, that's not what I want to do. I know that I want to help people, but running, I just don't care about the stats when it comes to running. But I think that running has always been a vehicle for me feeling better about myself, right? And so I think that that's the thing is like, 
learning, figuring out how to help other people be active in their bodies and change the way they talk about themselves, you know, become more consistent with habits, but really like change the way that you talk about yourself and change the way that you see yourself so that you can enjoy the life that you're living. So you can feel happier. You can feel healthier and more confident and you can actually, you know, enjoy this one time on this planet. So we'll do Friday's running recap. Don't worry. And then we're going to talk about five things that I've learned over the last few years. So let's do the running recap. And so that again, training for that tough mutter, but like nothing extreme. Last Saturday, I did uh, six miles outside. So I did, it's really gross here in Chicago. I'm sure it's like really gross everywhere right now, but I did a half mile outside uh, before I left for the 5k. And then when I got there, I did, you know, the three miles, um, with the 5k and then ran a little bit more after the 5k so that I could get to four miles total and then had to clean up part of the race, um, the tent and stuff. I volunteered there. And then I headed out and ran another mile till I got to five miles, cleaned up a little bit more, ran another half mile, cleaned a little cleaned up a little bit more and run another half mile. So I got to six miles. So I broke it up so that I could get it done. Um, I haven't run. I mean, the most that I've run uh, not broken up is five miles. So the most total that I've run in a day was six miles on Saturday. And then on Tuesday, I was like, cool, I'm going to run five miles again. I just want more time on my feet. And so I actually did, I did two and a half miles in the morning. I was like, I'm going to do two and a half miles in the evening. So um, I kind of had like a packed day on Tuesday. So it was actually really, really good for me. Um, you know, it was one of those tools, uh, getting myself out of the mean girl thinking. Um, and uh, at the end of the workday, it actually felt really, really good to go for an evening uh, run because my, I had kind of like tightness in my chest. Like I was kind of stressed from all of the calls that I had on Tuesday And what I've learned is when I have that tightness in my chest, if I just sit there and I am constantly thinking about that tightness in my chest, it kind of (laughs) continues to, it perpetuates itself. The the anxious thoughts about the pain uh, perpetuates the pain. But if I get out of my house and I get out of my head and I get into my body and I go for a run, um, that tightness kind of goes away. And I think what's happening is like, this perceived threat, it's like all in my head. And it's really just all of these anxious thoughts that um, is producing this tightness. But if I get into my body, it kind of gives me like ownership, like agency over my life. And it's like, I am able to run and do something. And then when the run is done, my body's like, oh yeah, right. So the run's done. We can calm ourselves down. Um, you can read some more stuff about stress hormones and fight or flight, um, different things like that to understand a little bit more. I know that what I'm saying is not completely uh, a great way to talk about it, but I think that that's what's happening in it. So anyways, Tuesday felt really, really good. Got that run in and that tightness in my chest went away and my like normal breathing could happen and I could stop thinking about the workday and just like like enjoy the evening and relax. Right. And so then Thursday did the same thing, ran 
um, two and a half miles in the morning and then ran two and a half miles in the evening too. So again, felt good to get out of my head and get into my body. So Saturday I will be running seven miles. So again, last week we did, I did six, just adding one more mile each weekend. I'll do seven. I don't have a race this weekend. Um, there's no race with Kara. So I'll have to do the seven miles on my own. And my intention is to not break it up, but to do the seven miles with run walking interval still, but do all of it in the morning, get it done and not do it in the evening um, on Saturday because we'll probably be out and doing things. So anyways, things feel good. Again, this has been a gradual build up of running and run walking. Um, you know, a year ago, I wasn't able to run at all. So it feels really good to be doing this. Don't, I, I my time is not the best. Um, but again, just the goal is to be out there and be moving, right? Okay. So let's talk a little bit about five things that I've learned over um, the last, you know, 300 episodes, going back to when I started to where I am now. So number one, the one thing that I've learned which is very apparent in yesterday's breakdown. And that is comparison is the thief of joy. We've heard this before. Comparison is the thief of joy. Um, when you compare yourself to where someone else is, you're, you're stealing joy from yourself. You're, you're thinking I should be there. I'm not as good as her. I'm going to search this shame story. Like I'm a bad person. There's something wrong with me. That's my favorite or my go-to. There's something wrong with you. Um, you're broken, Jacqueline. Everyone else has their life figured out. You know, everyone else is much further ahead than you. And so when I compare myself to other people, I'm stealing joy from myself. Again, episode 300 could have been like a really positive thing. Like, wow, that's so cool. You made this thing. But instead, I was comparing myself to maybe other people who started at similar times as me with their online business or started a podcast and, you know, maybe they have, they just, they're just more successful. So when I compare myself to someone else, I'm ruining my joy. I'm taking that away from me. Or when I compare myself to where I thought I should be, right? So maybe if I think about where I when I first started, you know, oh, you know, this is what's going to happen over the next three years, three or four years, and I'm not there, um, just puts you in a bad mood and it prevents you from taking action, right? So getting, being in that story yesterday, it actually prevented me from taking action. Uh, I stayed home. I didn't even go to my office to record the episode. So getting into that shame story actually puts you further behind than if you just, um, continued on, right? This could have been episode 301 today, um, but that shame story prevented me from taking action. So again, comparison is the thief of joy. When you realize that you're doing it and you realize you're falling down that rabbit hole, like stop yourself and like, you know, get yourself out of that type of thinking. We'll talk a little bit more about how to do that in a couple of them. Um, number two, three questions. So instead of judging your progress or instead of judging your success, comparing yourself to someone else, judge your progress using these three questions. These are questions that I give um, my clients and I actually have them on a little card for myself too. And the three questions are um, how to tell if you are managing uh, your problem more um, successfully. And that is, are you experiencing the problem less frequently? 
Are you experiencing the problem problem less intensely? Are you experiencing the problem with a shorter duration? So when I even think about that, like even just like my breakdown yesterday, okay, that happens way less intense than it used to when I was in high school. That happens way less frequent and the duration was way shorter. It was just a day, right? Or um, when it comes to, uh, so I know for me, like a big problem that I had in 2020 or in 2019 was like showing up consistently. I was very inconsistent. And so I experienced that problem less frequently, less, uh, intensely and the duration is shorter. I show up for the most part. Right. So those three questions are really helpful and you can use them the opposite way. Like, are you more consistent? Is the duration of your consistency like you showing up? Is that more, um, consistent, right? Um, so comparison is a th- thief of joy. Judge your progress using those three questions instead of comparing yourself to someone else. Number three, get back up. Um, get back up. You know, Kim used in the other last episode, she used um, a really good phrase that I wholeheartedly agree with. And that is, you're going to fail your way <laughs> through this. You're going to fail your way through um, to success. Now, when you look at a lot of programs like Whole30, for example, Whole30 was very much, if you mess up, you need to start over on day one. But the truth is, is you don't need to start over on day one, right? Like I missed, I missed my episode yesterday. I'm not starting over on episode one of the podcast today. Um, just get back up and keep going, right? It's not even starting over again. Just get back up and keep going. Um, so when you mess up with, with whatever it is, if it's making a podcast or blogging or uh, eating healthy meals, taking time for your lunch, going for a run in the morning, going for a run in the evening, going for a bike ride. Instead of thinking that if you mess up, you're a mess up, that's shame talk. Instead of thinking that, just show up again. Just get back up. That's it. You don't need to search for a new program. You don't need to search. You definitely don't need to search for something more intense more intense or stricter. You just need to show up again. That's it. Literally it. If you know my little four quadrant thingy is people think that if they're permissive or if they're neglectful, they need to shoot up to the top left quadrant and you know do something that's all or nothing, do something that's super strict. But the truth is that's just going to perpetuate the all or nothing thinking. Just show back up, just show up again, the top right quadrant, um, show up again, take action. That's it have boundaries and structure. Oh yeah. Hey, look, I messed up. I messed up. What can I learn from this? Okay, cool. Here's what I need to do to show up again. Right. Okay. Number four, I talked about this, um, getting out of your head and getting into your body, go do something with your body. We spend so much time in our heads, right? That's what, that's how I fell apart yesterday. I was spending time in my head, um, falling down this rabbit hole of mean thoughts instead of just getting into my body, getting onto my bike, writing to my office, scripting out, you know, the the lessons for what I wanted to make for the podcast. Get out of your head and get into your body. Go do something with your body. Um, I showed the example of me going for a run in the evening. Get out of your head and get into your body. Um, that is something that I did not have at the beginning of this podcast. You know, running was just kind of like a hobby, but I never really saw it as something that mm, like could be a stress relief. I never really saw it as that. Like literally when you get out of your head and you get into your body and you're just focusing on your breathing or you're focusing on your steps or you're running through the five senses, um, you know, to collect data, like you, you get out of that rabbit hole thinking. 
So that is something that I've learned over the last several years. When, you know, when things are falling out of, the, it feels like it's falling apart. It's probably just your thinking that's running down a rabbit hole. So get out of your head and get into your body. Okay. And then number five, your success, it might take longer. It might take longer than you think it should. Um, you know, like I said, this is episode 300. In addition to the podcast, you know, I've had the blog since 2015, 2016. I can't remember when I started the blog. Um, I, I've made numerous posts on social media, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, right? It It's going to take lots of reps. You know, Malcolm Gladwell talks about the 10,000 hour rule, whether that's true or not. It's going to take lots of reps. And it might take more reps than you think to become that expert. Um, it probably is going to take more reps. The problem is that we only see the outside. We only see everyone else's outcome. We see their results, but we don't see all of the struggle that they're going through, the inner struggle that they're that they're having on their way to success. We don't see all the failures, right? We don't think see all the missteps. Um, so it might take longer, but it probably is. That's just how long it takes. Um, we are so used to in modern society, we are so used to microwave mentality where you put something in a box, you press two minutes and then, um, it dings and great. Now you have your, your magical thing. It's all done. It might take longer. It might take longer for you to become a consistent runner. It might take a long time. It might take rep after rep for you to become a consistent, healthy eater. Right, but you just got to get those reps in. That's it. You just have to get those reps in. This is something I'm working on with my clients in summer consistency camp. Um, some of them, some of them feel really good about their month, and some of them are like, "Oh, I was kind of sporadic." Like I'm looking at my data on the 365 habit tracker, and I wasn't as consistent as I wanted to be. And it's like that's okay. Actually, you're you're not a failure. <laughs> now you have data about all of the times that you showed up and the times that you didn't show up. It's okay if it's sporadic. Um, you know, this upcoming month. August. Okay, cool. Let's make it even more consistent. Let's just keep showing up, right? You don't need to do an all or nothing thing. You just have to keep getting those reps in, keep getting deliberate practice in. Um, it, it takes time. That's it. It just takes time and time isn't the right word. It takes reps. It takes daily um, consistent action. That's it. So when you miss a day, you just have to keep showing up. And I think that that's something that I really want to remember. I, a lot of times, will compare my success to other people and, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm not as far along as I'm in, but I forget that, you know, other people may have had a successful business outside, like in real life and they brought it online. So they have more reps than I do. Um, additionally, I have changed what it is I coach on several times over the last several years. So I have to remember that not that I'm starting over, but it's going to take reps. That's it. It's going to take reps. And so if you're in this place where you have started and stopped running or you've started and stopped eating healthy, right? And you're like, oh, I've been working on this for the last 10 years. I've been working on this for the last 20 years, whatever. You you still have a lot of knowledge from all of the things that you've tried. And now you just have to keep showing up, keep showing up consistently, keep showing up and keep taking daily action. Um, and that success comes. It might look a little bit different. It might take a little bit longer than you had hoped, but um, you, there's nothing you can do about that. You just have to keep showing up. So I hope that you can take something from what I've learned over the last few years. I hope that you can take something from 
my missteps and my, you know, rabbit hole thinking, my, oh, you're the worst Jacqueline thinking. And I hope that, you know, knowing that you're not the only one that falls down that rabbit hole, but there are tools to get you out of that rabbit hole of thinking um, so that you can continue moving forward and you can enjoy this life (laughs) that you have. Um, I think the last thing too is not really that, but like, it's okay to not be happy and excited all the time. I think that this might be one, again, one of the things that's hard about the internet and social media is thinking that everyone is a lot happier than you and thinking there's something wrong with you if you're not happy 100% of the time. I'm not happy 100% of the time, but I also know that I'm a lot happier now uh, than I was 10 years ago. I'm a lot happier now than when I was sedentary or when I wasn't taking care of myself. And that's because I have purpose and I have something to do every day and something to share and action, a project to work on. So we will be back on Monday with a new episode about imperfect eating for Meals Monday. Um, send me an email. Send me an email and let me know what you got out of today's episode. Uh, go to email coachjacklin at jacklinrecchio.com. I'll see you on Monday. Bye. Bye.